Welcome to a special edition of the Mocking Cast. Back on the show for a return appearance, my lovely wife, Lindy Jones. This is our second movie review episode in which we have switched genres. This afternoon, after our observance of the Lord's Day in word and sacrament, we went to the theater, the movie theater, the AMC theater to be exact. And we saw... Love and Friendship. Yes, we did. We saw it in the non-cool theater, but... Well, it wasn't our favorite theater. The seats improved. But they improved their soda machine. Now you can add flavors. We had the Raspberry Coke Zero. Yeah. You gotta give us good snacks if you don't have the good seats. Lindy, tell us about Love and Friendship. Well, for those of you who are familiar with the movie, it is um, a Jane Austen-based movie off of a novel that was never published during her lifetime but was found after she died, and it was called Lady Susan. It was a novella. A novella. It was very short, and it was, I can never say the word, epistolary. An epistolatory novel. Yes. Like epistle, a like letter. Paul. Yes. Which I've never read because I don't like that kind of novel. I don't want to read a bunch of letters. And it's like 80 pages long, and so it's short. So it's the only one I actually haven't read. And the movie was actually lovely. It was. I feel like it was. it's a change from Batman for us, definitely. Um, but we enjoyed ourselves. So basically, if um, if you're familiar with Jane Austen's work, she does a lot of moral characters who have a little trouble finding love they're usually poor they're usually sisters although emma's a little different she has no sisters and she's not poor and then they find the rich guy is always romantic and lovely and they get married not only are all their love problems solved but also their financial problems as well this sounds he's also wonderful (laughs) that's great uh, except Emma. Emma doesn't have financial problems. She just straight out marries a guy because she likes him, and she can. Who is also wealthy. Yes, they're both wealthy. So she doesn't actually have to marry him. Because back then, getting married was kind of like your job if you were a woman. Like, do you get the job where you make a lot of money, but maybe you're not happy? Or do you go for the job where you make you get by, and you're probably a little bit got a little more, you know satisfaction at work so you either marry the rich guy that maybe you might not be happy with but you know sometimes sometimes a girl's gotta do what a girl's gotta do but in jane austen who never married oddly enough she marries off her characters very nicely in most of her movies did she have consorts liaisons Uh, i don't know that i don't know i'm sure i don't know i don't want to dishonor jane austen's name i don't know what, if she dated, that would dishonor her name? <laughs> well, back then, yes, very shocking. So we should say, too, this is a, uh, I think DZ gave this a plug in the last Mindcast. It was. He, he, he was a fan and recommended it. So it was, like Jane Austen's other novels, there are weddings at the end. The characters, the single female characters are married off. Um, there's a little, the the main protagonist is, Lady Susan, who is a widow, and she has... A, and a schemer. A schemer. And she has a teenage-ish marriageable daughter also. But she's she's so busy scheming about her own romantic life, she just wants to kind of marry off her daughter to this, like, kind of... He's a rattle, as they yeah, say. It's not a- He's not an idiot. He's just a bit of a rattle. Yes. But she says... She but has a wealthy this, rattle. 
Yeah, she says, this man is willing to share the most important thing a man can share with you. His finances. <laughs> not his heart, not yeah. his soul. His finances. Uh, it, was, it was great. I think we both liked it. We laughed a lot, which I was surprised. It's well written. There are a lot of... The dialogue was very fast-paced and witty. Yes. And they had a lot of... There was a lot of characters that were very interesting. And it was funny is at the beginning, they have like a little caption underneath all the characters' names with a little description. And the descriptions were were cute. Is that a good one? What was the name of the character who was our favorite? Sir James. Sir James, who is... Was it Sir James Martin? Yeah. Oh, this is bad. We don't even remember the characters' names. But he was great. I mean, he was a little dim-witted. He was very dim-witted, and that's what made him so lovable. He refers to the 12 commandments of our Lord, and somebody says, well, no, there were 10. Perhaps the most significant in forming one's principles is that of the old prophet who came down from the mount with tablets bearing the 12 commandments, which our Lord has taught us to obey without fail. Twelve commandments. Mm. Excuse me, but uh, <clears throat> I believe there were only ten. Really? Only ten must be obeyed. Excellent. <laughs> well, then, which, which two to take off? Perhaps the one about the Sabbath. I prefer to hunt. Well... After that, it becomes tricky. Many of the thou shalt nots, don't murder, uh, don't covet thy neighbor's house or wife, you, one simply wouldn't do anyway, <laughs> because they are wrong. Whether the Lord allows us to take them off or not. <laughs> and he picked the Sabbath because he likes to go hunting. So there was that. There was, uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting, too, because people, um, there is true love found at the end. Surprisingly, that's, yeah, that's the case. I mean, is it a spoiler alert if you say what happens? Because the novel was published in like the 1800s. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't know that it's technically I mean, we're not telling alert. who finds true love. But there, no. there is, love is found. There is some love found. Um, there's interesting commentary on marriage, as always, in Jane Austen novels. I think Jane Austen novels are more than just like the love story. They're just like an interesting commentary on people and what people are really after and what people really want. What do people really want? Well, it depends on the person, which is what's interesting. Like all the little characters are all after their own thing. Like her little American friend kind of lives vicariously through Lady Susan. And she kind of wants her husband to to die like lady susan is a widow so this lady's a little jealous because she's a little tired of her yeah, husband. Lady susan, i'm sorry your husband's too old to govern and too young to die <laughs> so there's a little bit of but isn't that is it everybody wants like love acceptance to feel like they've made their way in the world and i think somebody people work at it people go at it their own ways people pursue those things sometimes through more noble or ignoble Maybe. I don't know if Lady Susan's exactly looking for love. And love, acceptance, probably security. People want to people want to be like secure too. Security. I think for some yeah. people they would sacrifice a lot for security. Especially like the female characters in Jane Austen's books. A lot of them would sacrifice. Now you grew up reading Jane Austen. You've yes. read every. Have you read every Jane Austen? Well, I haven't read Lady Susan, which is well. That was that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. Jane Austen never published it. 
She didn't want it. It's all this stuff. That people want private. all this. People want all this stuff of Prince's released. There's a reason he didn't release. Right. It. There's probably a reason Jane Austen didn't release this, and it's not because it wasn't good. It was because a little more racy than. So her. racy. A little racy than than what she usually publishes. So, how many stars would you give this film? Oh, that's tricky. Out of five. Out of five. Well, I mean, I feel like it was good, but I, I don't give five stars out so easily. So I would say four. You don't throw bouquets. I don't. Who is this movie for? Who is it not for? Who is it for? Um, if you want an action film, this is not your movie. Yeah, it's, a, it's not. Yeah. Thought... Um, if you don't like following dialogue, that's like a little intense, a little fast, a little British. It's not your movie. Um, I feel like anybody could go see it. It's just. I wouldn't take anybody with me, I guess. I wouldn't take my brother. Ooh, sorry. He's not he doesn't listen. Which brothers? You <laughs> wouldn't take one? any of them? I wouldn't take any of my brothers. <laughs> maybe, maybe one of my brothers I would take. Um yeah, I feel like a lot of guys don't like to go to Jane Austen movies. Is that like an incorrect assumption? Uh, I don't know. David Zoll is a fan. I mean, they're great movies. It's just um I think they get a rap as being big chick flicks because of the costumery and the, the romantic endings they usually have. They're very good commentaries on human condition and love and power and security. Yeah, which are often intention. Love and power, often intention. And I think there's a lot of interesting commentary on religion in most of hers. Her father was um, a minister. She she always kind of makes the ministers either like a silly character or not there's always a minister there's a curate in this a oh, curate yeah who's like a cute little young guy in this one but um they make some very funny comments about well i saw religion. you in church why were you at church it wasn't morning prayer or vespers well it's our religion <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's usually like a funny commentary about about church and all of her books so they they didn't leave that out and the mother or lady susan in the movie she always is making Biblical references. All the biblical references in this were just like a tiny bit off. Like they weren't quite right, but the person making it was relying on the fact that no one else really knew what they were talking about. King Solomon, the wise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we enjoyed it. We would recommend it. Yes. And yeah, I think it's a redemptive film. I think that uh, the way uh, all of us are probably at our best and our wackiest. And everything in between in the pursuit of love. Yes. And so you see that. But there's a reason why uh, the Bible ends in a wedding feast. Because people, you know, marriage is an esteemed uh, pursuit of life for a reason. And the road to get there in this film is really interesting, circuitous, fun and funny. And above all, witty. Yeah. It's a nice day for a white wedding It's a nice day to start again